0: This this, this,
1: this, this, is Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
0: Welcome to podcast episode 250. We are the Fight Disciples. This is dedicated to the world of UFC slash mixed martial arts. If you've only just come across us, uh, you can subscribe via iTunes and you can get all Android feeds on fightdisciples.com. At Fight Disciples is our social media handle. You can get that on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.
1: Quite fitting that it's episode two hundred and fifty, the week of the UFC's twenty-fifth anniversary. It's like
0: we planned it when it we is. started three years ago. Yeah. Eh?
1: <laughs> it <laughs> Worked it
0: out. Worked it out though. That's not just... our
1: actual show quota, though, is it? I think we've done more shows than that because we don't name the
0: interviews and the interviews and shit we've and the radio about, shows. Probably
1: done nearly four hundred shows now. Do you think? Do you think? Well I'm looking at it.
0: Well I'm looking at it now. It's actually this is the four hundred and seventh Fight Disciples Fuck episode. Now. There you go. So you were near enough right there. All
1: for free as well, you lucky bastards. Look at that eh. Lucky bastards. Multi award winning this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. How many downloads we had now then? How many listens? Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't set that up before well, the show. Why do you want to have a wine call over everybody's
0: face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling them that we've got a million listeners. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Anyway, are you ready? Let's go. Um, what a wa- fucking fight! Hang on, do you want to start there? Well, or, you, or, or as we've come to the studio right now, let's we, some,
1: let's spin an elbow in Africa.
0: Is that where you want to go? Yeah, man. Well, as we've come to the studio, I thought we were going to go with Floyd Mayweather early doors. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. Let's do the Floyd thing. That, well, that's the first thing that comes to my mind today. Proper weird. I walk up. You've said. I woke up to a message from you going, Floyd. We hand over your face. I'm thinking, what the fuck? What do you mean, Floyd? What's the fuck has he done? Gets on my old social media. Floyd's doing a press conference in bloody Japan announcing that he's fighting on December 31st. We all know that these rising cards in Japan on New Year's Eve are absolutely astronomical. Most of us go to a firework display or go out for a little bit of uh, old Lang Syne and have a little bit of a drink with our friends. Not the Japanese! They like to go and watch people get the shit kicked out of them. Um, And rising is a kickboxing event um, and Floyd Mayweather is participating in that kickboxing event even though the rule set of his bouts... Uh, with Tenshin Nasukawa is not actually uh, depicted as of yet. I can't see Floyd Mayweather signing up for this event and allowing kicks in the fight. No. It is not going to happen. Even though Tenshin is 122 pounds in weight, he's nearly two stone lighter than uh, Floyd. I'm sure he's getting weighed in big time, the kid, right? But there's no way that Floyd's going to allow him to boot him in the head it's just not going to happen
1: it's mad isn't it it is absolutely mad anyone that doesn't know japanese fight sports on new year's eve in japan they always have a big fight event traditionally used to be pride pride fighting championships used to do it um and it was just kind of fucking absolutely mental the amount of focus they do it they put on new year's eve like japanese people don't go out and get smashed in the street silly bastards they go and watch a fight and sit there clapping in yeah, between rounds I do. and shit.
0: On New Year's, I do as well. I just get smashed in the street and <laughs> watching it on Weatherspoon's car park. Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's fucking, it's crazy. It harks back. Listen, there's there's so much history in what this is. Um, you know, because you can start looking at the fact that Muhammad Ali and Tony Owenoki did it in like 76. So Ali, at the peak of his fucking fame... Um, decided to go over to Japan mm. and fought Antonio Inoki in a hybrid rules. Yeah. Inoki was a famous Japanese wrestler. Mm. And they did a hybrid rule set. So it was like you could punch standing up, but then Inoki could only kick if he Sat was lying down. on the floor.
0: Yeah, and, and he
1: did. And all he did was, Inoki, Inoki just threw himself on the floor and was just butt scooting towards Ali, cornering him and then kicking the legs from under him. And like, Ali had blood clots and everything in his legs and nearly cost him his fucking career at one point. Like It was just the stupidest fucking thing ever. Um, but obviously, that fight itself was like the inspiration towards mixed martial arts. That, Ro- that's that's no, the mad thing about no, it, it. Wasn't
0: Rocky and Thunderlips? Of Rocky Thunderli- <laughs> Rocky and Thunderlips kicked <laughs> it all off. <laughs> well, actually, that was in the eighties. Yeah, I think they got the idea of uh, uh, of Muhammad Ali's jaunt out in Asia for Rocky Thunderlips.
1: Absolutely. But then that was what started this whole thing in Japan about crossover fights, crossover fight sports. So you, you can call them circuses. Just it's fucking, a circus event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, obviously, the Anoki thing slightly
0: weird, but mate, have you these events that they have out in Asia, they, and, and Russia, and places like that? They're yep. batshit crazy. You've got geezers coming in, fucking dressed as the Beatles. You know what I mean? Absolutely <laughs> mad production value to yep. the fight. It's like a theatre. You go into the theatre, you sat down, get your popcorn out, you watch your full production first, and then two dudes have a scrap in the middle. Absolutely.
1: But the history, but the, the history of MMA. Pancrase was started because the, the inspiration apparently was Enoki versus Ali. They started Pancrase in the early 90s. Then Pancrase followed on to Pride Fighting Championships. It, it's mad that it's all kind of announced this week that UFC is celebrating their 25th year anniversary because it wasn't until UFC came along after... So, Pride was going on in Japan, it was smashing it. You had Fedor and fucking the Nigeras and Crow Cop and all that. And most of these guys were getting saved for the New Year's Eve event. The New Year's Eve events, like fucking, they had crazy names as well. They were always in the Saitama Super Arena, same destination as this. New Year's Eve, mad event. Some of the 90,000 fans, it was just fucking bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Then the UFC kind of picked up that mantle and ran with it. And kind of, then the term mixed martial arts was invented about, I think that was around about UFC 4, 5, something like that. But the sport can kind of go back to that point. It's just weird. I, I, I'm trying to get my head around why Floyd's doing it. Money. Obviously for money. Floyd anything for money, Mayweather. But is this a precursor towards actually fighting in the UFC? He's going to do this hybrid rules event leading towards a, fa- you know, a second fight with Conor. Listen. There is no way... Stop it. It, There is no
0: way that Floyd Mayweather is going to have any hybrid rules. It's going to be stand-up fighting. There's not going to be any wrestling. There's not going to be any fucking boot kicking. It ain't going to happen. It's just going to be a boxing match, basically. It's just going to be a stand-up.
1: Boxing match in four-ounce gloves. That's what it'll be. Yeah, and Floyd fighting a geezer two-stone lighter than him. What's the fucking point? So, Floyd... If it's a a boxing match in four-ounce gloves... Because it was a picture, Floyd put it on his Instagram about an hour before the press conference, a pair of Rise and MMA gloves and just the New Year's Eve 2018. And obviously no one at that time realised it was actually going to be him fighting. They thought they was just fucking being paid to put it on his social media. So if he's going to fight this little kickboxer in a boxing match in four ounce gloves. And he's no mug. The geezer's a fucking multi Oh, he's, champion. A, he's undefeated. Yeah, the Guy, guy's undefeated. He's the, he's the main boy. But he's also, you know, 20 pound lighter than Floyd a fighting weight. Yeah, but if you're allowed to kick, it's irrelevant. He ain't going to be allowed to kick because he just kicked Floyd to bits. Yeah, exactly. So he ain't going to be allowed to kick. Or they might do a... In fact, because of the RLE lesson, they're not even going to go, you can kick as long as you're lying on the floor. Because that's not a kickboxing (laughs) match, that's MMA. You can't lie on the floor in a kickboxing match and throw shots. So it's going to be weird. Unless they kind of go, you can box and you can grapple. Because this kid doesn't grapple, he's a kickboxer. So... Chances are he, can't, he probably can't take Floyd down. Yeah, I know he's had four MMA fights and won them all. Mate. But I'm guessing he ain't no jiu-jitsu What are we even talking about? What are we it's talking, about? Are we talking about? I don't know. It's proper weird. You brought it up. Well, I wanted to start with the fucking spin backfist in Africa. Mate, of well, course I brought it up. With the five disciples, what do you want us to do? Brush over this fucking monstrosity that's going on
0: in our, in our sport? It's
1: just insane. I heard as well that the mainstream outlets in the US were given a press release about this on the 1st of November. And it said strictly embargoed, but the press conference is then and Floyd Mayweather's gonna be fighting. But strict embargo, do not I can't imagine that was true because someone would have gone, fuck, fuck that, that I'm putting that out there. But yeah, yeah, man. It's uh I woke up this morning and I had to go to three or four different people who are trusted. For, for legit to fucking legitimise it before I went and then I seen the official preview uh like the the uh what's it called? The fucking preview video, the countdown, whatever. All oh, right, yeah, the yeah. The teaser. And I was like, oh, my God, this is actually happening. Yeah. This is actually fucking happening. There
0: you go, get your tickets. Jesus Christ. We were going to go to Madison Square Garden for Rocky Fielding versus Canelo in uh, in she December. We decided to just put that back a couple of weeks. We're not having a Christmas party anymore. We're having a New Year's party in Japan. <laughs> we're all going out <laughs> to Japan.
1: Here's my predictions. Mm. One, the reason we haven't laid the rules yet is because the script is still being written. Mm. It's just a complete setup, like because they do. They often do set up fights in Japan. That's that's a fact. Two, this will be the end of Ryzen as a promotion because they'll go comp- they'll go bankrupt the next day because of the money they'll have to pay Floyd Mayweather to do this kind of thing. And three, this is just going to put this alone. This set up fight will make Floyd Mayweather the highest paid athlete in sports again for 2018. That's why he's doing it. That's why he's doing it. Go
0: on, you could talk about your sp- uh, your spinning elbow now, if you went, mate. Fuck me. It's- Did you see it? Yeah, it was special. Oh, my God. The kid was out stood up, and I love the fact that he hits him on the way down. It's like timber. He's just
1: proper whacking yeah. him on the way down. It's like a combination, though, isn't it? It's like the spinning elbow, brah, and a couple couple right behind it they were, they were not they were not required though no i was fucking yeah. absolutely out cold mm. it was uh efc wasn't it i think it was an efc event in south africa south africa so anyone doesn't know efc is not everton football club no it isn't everton football club no <laughs> it is the i'm trying to think what the e stands for now we used to we used to have a i used to have a relationship with the guys over at efc the, uh, one of the owners there is Steenkamp, Derek Steenkamp. He was cousins of the girl shot by the fellow with no legs. Really? Yeah, yeah. Bit of, bit of, bit of background information for you there. <laughs> Eva Steenkamp. Do you know something? You should do fucking
0: news. Get you on the 10 o'clock news. She's related to that fella who, uh, you know, who was shooting dudes with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking there you go. As, as PC as it comes. <laughs> The Fight Disciples. In the background info. Yeah, no, she's related to that fella that uh, <laughs> shot a cousin with the no legs. <laughs> what the fuck? Is you know what I mean guy? though, don't you? Yeah.
1: yeah. The girl, anyway. Pistorius. Yeah, Pistorius shot Eva Camp and her, her cousin, cousin Dirk. Dirk Dick Camp. yeah Yeah, yeah. Sounds a- like a porn star, but he, <laughs> but he does damage, Dirk Anyway, he's a good lad, Dick. Dick. He's uh, he's one of the main guys over at EFC in Africa. The you know, I don't know what the E stands for, but it's fighting championships. Obviously, they're, they're massive in 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 in, uh, in Africa. And in there was time Anyway, I fucking digress. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, you do but digress. I'm, I'm going to have a popular name here. Just let me.
0: What the kid with the spin in the back elbow? Yeah. All right, then go on.
1: Ms. deal Holongwa. Very good. I love that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll run with that.
0: It's a great knockout. Put it. <laughs> yeah, <in>. man. Go <laughs> and
1: put, <it> on <laughs> and put that in your Google. Put that in your Google. Or just even easier, just type in EFC 75, spin an elbow, and fuck me. If that's not one of the knockouts of the year. Yeah. I don't know what is. Speaking of best events of the year, mm-hmm. before we start waxing a little, well, before we debate about. Daniel Cormier and what this win actually means for his legacy. I just want to highlight the fact that because at the weekend there's so much going on. Obviously, Israel stole the show. Absolutely unreal. But I just want to quickly start by saying how fucking good was Jacarey versus Chris Weidman? Yeah, it was no, amazing. What a fight yeah, that a, was. Yeah, was! What tough. a fight! Yeah, it was good. Why did you? Why me? Why did you want to
0: start there? I know that that got performance of the night.
1: Yeah, That's just it. because I, I felt like that. Because of people going, oh, Cormier's this, Cormier's that. Oh, Israel seniors this and he's that. I feel like Wideman versus Souza, one of the best fights this year, yeah. has been fucking overlooked. So I want to start there by going, okay, one of the best fights this year. Absolutely amazing performance from Jack Ray coming at late notice. And once again, gutted for Chris Wideman, man, because he's a fucking nice guy, Chris Wideman. I, sp- I explained last week, he was the Anderson Silver defeating machine. But again, there's that times here when he looks amazing and you're like, mate, He's still got it. Weidman's got it. Weidman could be the champ. Weidman's going to... Oh, shit. Weidman just got knocked out yeah, yeah. again. He You're was like, winning. Fuck's sake. He was winning. You know, Shades of Romero. Yeah, man. Exactly. He, w- he was winning the fight for me. I thought
0: uh, his hands looked better than they've ever looked. Absolutely. 100%. He was landing clean. I mean, he busted uh, Jack Ray's nose clean
1: up, didn't he? Yeah. Respect to Jack Ray, though. Coming at late notice and walking through Weidman like that. Keeping mm. on coming. And again, it's like Jack Ray. It's like this... Just a joke about it, saying it's like a jujitsu lobotomy. He's got it in his locker. It's there if he want it. But you know what? He's okay. there to entertain, yeah. And he's going to stand and trade. I love that shit, man. I love that shit.
0: Uh, shouts to uh, Dan Merliotta. Nice one, mate. Foxy for Dan. the old Finish
1: him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it, thinking Dan. He's out, mate. Is Dan asleep? No. Nope. Like, is Dan asleep? Uh, I think he should give him another whack like, He literally stood over him, and Jack Ray's looking at him, going, "Come on, son." And he's like, "Nope." Hit him again. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, Dan. Do you remember Has Wideman got pictures of your beard and the nude or something? Sweep the leg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, take him out. It was proper, was Fuck's it? sake, I and mean, he just give him a hammer fist and look back at him and go, Are you fucking for real? <laughs> Meanwhile, Wideman's trying to undo Jackaday's non existent laces. It's like fuck's <laughs> sake, stop the fucking fight. Doesn't know what day it is. I can't believe Dan dropped the ball like that because he's a fucking good ref, Dan. But anyway.
0: Finish him. Oh. I could just hear something. it. I could just hear him say it. Yeah. What are you looking at me for?
1: Yeah, yeah. Finish it. Doom in, yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake.
0: But that now propels Jacare. Yeah, absolutely. I know that we're going to speak about fights that have been made over the last couple of days and stuff, and Bobby Knuckles, Kelvin Gastelum in Australia for February next year. Yeah. That propels Jacare into that conversation now, doesn't it? Well, you know... I know he's been there with Bobby Knuckles, and Bobby Knuckles has handed his uh, ass to him, but...
1: After a performance like that, though, you can't deny- again, man. Oh, of course he is. He's, he's, he's the guy now that's waiting in the wings if either Gastelum or Bobby Knuckles fall out and mm. at the end of the day both those guys have a history of falling out of fights as well so mm. I, I, saw, I seen Jack Ray didn't I a couple of weeks before and was like he didn't have a fight announced but he was ticking over he was working his balls off uh, in Vegas so when this opportunity came it wasn't like he came in a you know it, it's as if the UFC have said listen Rock old, history of fucking issues yeah just get yourself in shape and you'll you'll jump straight in and he's jumped in he's took it with both hands it wouldn't surprise me if he, he ends up fighting for the title next
0: right proper stuff now proper israel Adesanya. the last style bender yeah uh, you called his name on this show this time last year he was fighting in a different franchise he wasn't in the ufc started his ufc career at the start of the year i think that's his fourth fight now in it in the ufc but, yes sir it is without any shadow of a doubt his best performance listen he's been brilliant all the way through it that was out Standing. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't do it, you called his name, right? Because Dan told you to. Thank but you. I, didn't. <laughs> I Swear to god he anyway, didn't. Anyway, right? What a performance, man. Yeah. The UFC, and we've put this on our social media, and it got um a lot of interaction from uh, UFC fans. The UFC are looking for a pay-per-view star. I know that John Jones is back. We're going to speak about it in a minute, right? But they are looking for that next generation of pay-per-view yes. stars. Someone that's going to put bums on seats. someone's going to, going to drag you in from yes. that casual fan. That's what you want. You want to drag that casual fan in, right?
1: Let's be honest. One of those guys was Darren Till. That's why he got fast-tracked to a title shot. Of course. They hoped Darren Till beat Tyron Woodley and Darren Till would now be being billed up as his pay-per-view star.
0: Israel Adesanya mm-hmm. not only finishes fights... But from start to finish, from the ring walk, from from the press conferences, everything about the kid I mean, screams superstar. It just screams. Up. It's like I'm I'm with this guy. Yeah. Who the fuck is this dude? Let me follow this guy. He was outstanding all week. Thank you. All week he was outstanding. Piss off. He was outstanding, mate.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> as I say, the week after Jordan Gill. Absolutely arrived oh, in boxing, he my prospective for boxing this year. The week after his absolute smoke show performance, win the Commonwealth title, seventh round stoppage. You've had a good week. Mate, I've had a fucking great week. A great week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was disappointed Derek Brunson didn't last until the second round. I fancied that seventh minute like I predicted last week. But, as just fucking on a different level. And Brunson did exactly what he should have done. Closed the distance, got him up against the fence, tried to use his wrestling, tried to... Do things for his, you know, play to his strengths rather than Adesanya's strengths. I got it all, but Adesanya was just cool as fuck. And once he got a bit of sweat on him, he was able to da- get away from those takedown attempts. Um, even on the ground, he was fine. You know, there was no panic there whatsoever, which you often see from K1 guys who have come into MMA once they get taken down as a panic station, don't know what to do. He knew what to do. and Derek Brunson's no mug. Derek Brunson's been in with the best in this middle in this division. And Adesanya just absolutely handled it. It's, it's the manner of the finish as well. It's the way he finishes fights, you know. That little question mark fucking head kick where he throws it and... But it, it's it's already, it's already mid-flight and it's a, it's a body kick. It's mid-flight and it's a body kick. And then during the movement, he kills it and it becomes a head kick. Mate, that kind of shit is fucking next level. To have the kind of power he gets in it as well. You know, and just powers down on Brunson. Everything about this just screamed future champion to me. Everything about it screamed like, yeah. Remember Anderson Silva? New and improved. Wait until you see what I've got next. That's what it looks like on the on the outside looking. And you're thinking, fuck me. And what a fight it will be when he fights Bobby Knuckles for the title. If Bobby Knuckles is still a champion then because, i tell you now, Australasia will just fucking absolutely flip out. Mm. I guarantee, I know they've announced Bobby Knuckles versus Kelvin Gaston for the title in Australia. Um, in February yeah. I guarantee Adesanya's co-main event co-main event against maybe not a Jack Array, but someone up there because they'll want to build that in Australasia that Bobby Knuckles versus Adesanya I know he represents Nigeria but he lives in New Zealand he trains out in New Zealand um, they'll want to build that over there because that's fucking absolutely huge for that market and he's a superstar an absolute superstar Adesanya again rewind it 13 months ago you're welcome you're welcome. Everyone um, is fucking desperate to see who my tips are for 2019, <laughs> aren't they? I've got a couple of doozies, let me tell you. Have you? Let me tell you. Mm.
0: We'll see. You're never, ever having a year like this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not um, Daniel Cormier came through uh, Derek Lewis quite comfortably, uh, got the job done. I could have sworn that I said on last week, I'm going to claim this, last week's show, I did say second round, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Bit of you ground did. and pound. Yeah. Gave his back up shot the living daylights out of him it was a nothing fight at the end of the day he doesn't really gain anything from it nope. other than the fact that you get a, a heavyweight title
1: defence and therefore now legitimises his heavyweight reign
0: yeah and you um, move on to Brock Lesnar it looks like yeah but I want him to move on to John Johns.
1: well exactly you know I was tweeting about this the weekend I was like okay so we knew that was going to happen everyone knew that was going to happen no one give. Derek Lewis, much of a hope because he there hasn't are, got the gas tank. There were a
0: few people on Twitter, right? Because I put, I put it on that it was a lose-lose situation. Sorry, on Instagram, I put it on that it was lose-lose situation. And there were people messaging me going... It's not as clear as you you're making out. Yeah, it is. It was. It was
1: always it was always. DC clear. DC's legit, mate. Mate, Derek Lewis fucking three weeks ago was in Vegas looking me in the eyes, going, I'm not ready for a title shot. Yeah. I'm not even a proper athlete. Yeah. I need to i am I'm a I'm a million miles away. I'm gutted because he misses out on now eating for free at Popeye's chicken. A Popeye's <laughs> chicken. I'm sure he didn't have to fucking pay anyway. Really? But I just yeah. It's hard to it's hard to get too excited about this win for DC. I see people going, Well, that's it. No argument now. There's the goat. I'm like no, 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 no. That that's that's fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think you can't argue at the moment. Daniel Cormier is the best box, best fighter in the UFC pound for pound. I don't think you can probably argue with that right now mm. um, because he's the unif- he's the heavyweight and light heavyweight unified champion. He's defended both belts, but. I don't think beating Derek Lewis moves him any closer to being recognised as the greatest of all time. No, And I don't think you can recognise him as the greatest of all time when one of his rivals for the greatest of all time crown beat him twice, knocked him out the second time around. Yes, I know John Jones is a drug cheat, But this is MMA we're talking about. This is not boxing. And in boxing, listen, in boxing we're like, you're a drug cheat, get the fuck out of this sport. We don't want to know yet and we refuse to recognise you. But in MMA the lines are still a little bit blurred, let's be honest. They're still a little bit blurred. So if you're going to rank Anderson Silva in your greatest of all time list, then you've got to rank John Jones in your greatest of all time list. So for me, does this do anything more for Daniel Cormier? No. Where do I rank Daniel Cormier greatest of all time? He's done something no one's done before, so he's got to be in the top 10 conversation now, but I struggle to put him in the top five. Even, listen, he beats Brock. Brock's, uh, whatever. Brock doesn't really move his legacy forward either. No. Brock just moves his bank account
0: forward. There's one fight. Yeah, we all know what it is. It's only one fight. There's one fight, and at heavyweight, I don't mind. No, this it is being the thing. I, I don't, don't mind that. Now. Okay, because he weighs in. A, he weighs in at 40 pounds. heavier Two hundred fifty pound. He weighs in yeah.
1: didn't he? So he's, he's forty pound heavier now. So at some stage, you've got to look at it and go: Does that extra forty pound make Daniel Cormier a better fighter? You could argue yes, because okay, he's not body beautiful, but. He's undefeated as a heavyweight. Yeah. He was Strikeforce Grand Prix champion, UFC champion. He beats my in Majocic. Everyone was saying as the fucking best heavyweight we've seen. Beats DP. So Daniel Cormier, the heavyweight, is better than Daniel Cormier, the light heavyweight. Yeah, I agree. Because he's unbeaten. Yeah. So this is where he goes, you know what? I've got one more fight. Fuck Brock Lesnar. He wouldn't say this because Dan- DC is not daft. And he knows Brock Lesnar, like Derek Lewis, is a gimme. Yeah. He, he pisses all over Brock Lesnar every day. And it opens up potentially a, a commentating job over in WWE, which is basically what he's after as well. But if he truly wanted to be in, argued as the greatest of all time, there is one fight and one fight alone, and that forty pound could make the difference. Because John Jones ain't going to put forty pounds on. Nope. John Jones ain't going to go, okay, I'll fight DC at heavyweight and come to scales and weigh two forty six. They probably no, weigh two twenty. Yeah. Whereas DC weighs in, he'll be even heavier again. Probably he's probably like two sixty. So now you got forty pounds on John Jones. And you're not killing yourself to make weight. You're not yeah. weight drone, anything else. Yeah. That's how DC defines his legacy. Let's and until make... he does that, kind of like Demetrius Johnson, until he gets that one legacy, defi- where you go, mate, that's how you go, I'm fucking one of the greatest. Because this guy's beat me twice. Come into my world, let's do it again. Mr. Drug Cheat, I don't care. Mate, that's when I'll go, okay, DC is about to become the greatest of all time. I'll fucking give him it. Mm. I'll give him it. But until that happens, and I don't think it will happen. That was his perfect moment at the weekend to go because it was all about Brock. Brock Lesnar, where are you? All bring that pantomime WWE bullshit. a found to be a Mate, come on.
0: Listen, and DC is amazing. How good would it have been, though, if it had gone? Do you know something? Fuck Brock Lesnar,
1: John Jones. That's what I was on Twitter. I was like, that's what he should do. He should go, fuck Brock Lesnar, bring me the head of John Jones. If you're such a man, John Jones, you're the great, You come to heavyweight. Fight me a heavyweight, then let's see how good you are. Because then, John Jones, fuck then, he's backed in a corner now. John Jones can't be all cocky and bravado. People go, well, you know, you're fighting Gustafsson. He would have to have reacted to that and gone, as soon as I beat Gustafsson, pick up the lights heavyweight belt, which DC's given up. So there's an argument there straight away. I'm going to heavyweight to fight DC. I want to be the champ champ. Yeah, exactly. And ultimately, I think John Jones will go down that road, but it, I think GC's shown us two colours a little bit, and that's no knock on DC. He's done something no one's done before. He's fucking—he's after the paycheck fight. His wife probably sat him down and went, "Listen, you go John Jones again, you spend the rest of your life, the rest of your life crying into your soup that you couldn't beat that one man. You go down the Brock Lesnar route, it's a red panty party. We fucking cash in. It's an easy fight and." Future endeavors, there's a potential WWE fucking post fight run or even a commentator gig over there. Mm. John Jones makes no sense if you're team DC. But if you're a fight fan, mate, you want to see him beat John Jones? Well hang on. John Jones has got Alex Gustafsson first.
0: Yes, he has. And he's got that on the 29th yes, of December. He has.
1: And I truly thought Alexander Gustafsson won the first fight.
0: Well i said it. I did. The day before DC mauls Derek Lewis, there is a certain press conference. Uh, going on uh, in uh, in New York City. And the boys went microphone to microphone, had a little bit of a chinwag, didn't they? And then they uh, they stood side by side for their pictures. And you could just see Jones's head and brain ticking, thinking, what's he going to do to be a dick here? What is he going to do? And the refreshing thing is, is that yes, he's been away for a period of time, but John Jones is still a dickhead. Yeah. And you love every minute of it, don't I you? I do.
1: <laughs> I do. The only thing that the only thing about the press conference that rankled me was that he's still being the same John Jones. He's still like, you know, thanks to God. You him. wanted him to come in like Connor, didn't
0: you? Yeah. Come in and go,
1: Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. This is the real me. Right. I'm fuck a, them all I'm a gobshite fuck you all flip the beard off fuck you fuck you fuck everybody who hates John Jones because I don't because people ask him questions well the drugs the time away everything else and he's like that's behind me now you know uh, what did I learn from it I learned that God loves me and that family first bollocks it's all bollocks <laughs> it's absolute bollocks you fucking crazy juiced up cokehead just be <laughs> John Jones be the real you stop trying to pit, pull this veil over yourself to fucking do be something you're not You're the bad guy. You're the heel. Be the fucking heel. Call everyone a cunt. (laughs) Call it like it is. Because then he shows us two colours when he goes shoulder to shoulder. And he has to stand in front of Gustafsson. And then Gustafsson stands in front of him, which was fucking cool. And then he pushed Gustafsson. Yeah, that's you. Be you. Stop trying to be the other you. Embrace it, man. Embrace the fact that. Because DC now... Gets both belts on each other. Oh, amazing! One a moment, and he gives one to his each of his kids, and gives them a kiss, and kisses his wife. He, that's a family man. That's a family man right there. We get that. He is. He is. He is what he says he, he, is. he is. He is. He's what he the good guy. He is, yeah. He's the Olympian. He's the patriot, and all that. That's that's who the world wants to get behind. DC, the blue collar worker. But for us fight fans that like a bad motherfucker, <laughs> we've got John Jones. Why is John Jones trying to be the good guy? Just be the bad guy. You are a bad guy. Like you're not a good person. <laughs> Be that guy. Because you know what? Aside from all that, you're the best fighter this sport ever seen. So we don't give a fuck. We we can all o- I can overlook the fact that you're crazy round the bend lunatic that is also a cheat. I can overlook all that. Because no. you're the best I've ever seen. <laughs> you're the best that's ever done. Your it. standards are so double <laughs> when it comes no. to this shit. So- He's the best that's ever done it And if Listen If your baddie ain't gonna cheat Then he ain't a baddie Yeah Know what I mean This guy's the baddie The ultimate baddie F- He should be over He's Sergeant Slaughter And DC's Hulkamania Know what I mean There was times when they fought And I'm like I just wish Sergeant Slaughter Would knock him the fuck out <laughs> Do you know what I mean As a kid growing up You want the baddie to win sometimes Anyway man that was my only disappointment. But you know what? I'm just glad we're getting Jones-Gustafson too because one, Gustafson fi- deserves it as well because yeah. you know, is the only person to push Jones as close as he did.
0: December 29th. And then you've got Rising straight after. Should be a, a wonderful couple of days in the world of mixed martial arts. A fucking arts.
1: mental couple of days and all that.
0: Um, did you see, by the way, just before I move on, regarding weight and various things like that, did you see Paul Felder do that joke waiting? yeah. So, Paul Felder, I think he was part of the commentary team, wasn't he? he? was, yeah. Um, he's at uh, Madison Square Garden. They're all weighing in and all that type of stuff um, for the, uh, the official weighings in the morning. Felder gets on the scales at £193. The kid fights at 155 Yeah. If there's ever a sign to bring in a £165 division or maybe start doing these tests on these characters to say, hang on a minute, sunshine, I think you're cutting a little bit too much weight. £40 to get down. Fuck me, man. That's standard, you know. And he looked good. Yeah, he
1: looked well. Uh, it wasn't like you were like, look at that fat bastard. No, he looked he looks like a great, normal person. He looked in great nick. <laughs> he looked like a normal wow, bloke. Wow, where's that forty pounds coming from? Yeah, it's fighting, in there. But that's MMA for you, man. It's mm. a fucked up. It's a fucked up scenario.
0: Mm. Uh, they've announced a lot of new dates as well of UFC, which include UFC London for March. It's always March. We're always going back to where uh, the O2 Arena in yeah. uh, in London for a little bit of UFC. And the uh, the the shouts have started for who will be
1: on the card. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Till's not the headliner. Obviously,
0: Askren. Um,
1: the noisy, they're making noise. I think the fans are making noise, and Askren's making noise. I don't know. I don't well, know. You said,
0: you said last week, there's no point.
1: There's no point for me yet. There's no point. What are you going to do? You know, you build up. A- Give Till a striker. Let him strike against the striker. I just think also as well, Till needs the right opponent now to come back from. Yeah. You know, Till's a superstar and Askren.
0: He's all wrong for him. Be honest. He is. He's he, all wrong for him.
1: He is. But then also, I believe Till can beat Askren, so I'm not I'm not going to get dragged down that path. But I also think the way Askren's been going on with his social media and shit like that, it just doesn't make sense for the UFC to drop him in London now on mm, a fight night show. Mm, mm. He needs to be in the US because everyone in the US is talking about him. Yeah.
0: But uh, but you'd be surprised if Darren Till's not till, on that card. Till
1: main event and... Um, you know what wouldn't surprise me? An all-British main event. Yeah. Till versus Rocky Edwards. I wouldn't be
0: surprised myself.
1: That wouldn't surprise because me. Because if you remember this
0: time last year when we were at, we were there in March, yeah, or this year just gone, uh, Rocky fought Till yeah. was out uh, because it was that weekend that they were announcing USC Liverpool.
1: That's right. And uh, Rocky was calling him out, so wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Till versus Rocky Edwards. It's a nice fight. Yeah, it's a good fight.
0: Uh, Aaron Chalmers, by the way, sorted his beef out. He is now a Bellator fighter.
1: Yeah. Someone come at me and was like, "Isn't this brilliant news, though?" Because you know. Aaron Chalmers will definitely get proper fights now I'm like you you have read that says Bellator haven't you <laughs> you have read that says Bellator <laughs> yes MVP's about to have a real fight, but he's had about six fights in Bellator so far hasn't for fucking anybody yeah so I uh, uh, don't jump on that horse too quickly but uh listen it's a proper promotion they've they've made a big commitment to the u k market The kid puts bums on seats, and I say so far, he's beaten the level of competition. He probably should be beaten at this level.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bellator, you'd like to think there'll be a step up, but, you know, we'll see. We ain't mm. going to beat up on that kid.
0: No, not at all. He trains hard, man. Yeah, wish him all the best. He's a novice pro, so good yeah. on him. Um, Chan Sung Hung. Oh, man. Taking on Yar Rodriguez. Yes. What a fight this, this is! Weekend. This weekend. Now, originally, obviously, um, Frank Yeager was in this, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. And he ended up pulling out through injury. Yeah. Yar Rodriguez has stepped in, I think, on two or three weeks' notice. Yeah. Against the Korean Zombie. It's a great fight. You know how I feel about Yar Rodriguez. He did get lit up uh, a couple of fights back. But this is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for him. Against, a for not, you're a massive fan of the Korean Zombie. Fuck yeah. Walks through absolutely everything. You can't. You can't say that this... On paper, you look at this. There's certain fights that we look at, whether it be in boxing or or mixed martial arts, and you look at it on paper. Like when Getchy fights, you know it's going to be a great fight. Yes. When Korean Zombie fights, you know it's going to be a great fight. Yes. Because he throws and he can take. And Yad Rodriguez is a phenomenal striker as well.
1: Phenomenal striker.
0: It's going to be an outstanding fight, this.
1: It's going to be brilliant. You know? It wasn't the one the UFC were hoping for. Obviously, uh, 25th anniversary. Because yeah. they originally got... F- Frankie but it's uh, they wanted a smoke show fight just because you know they're going back to the same city where UFC 1 was you know it's almost to the day of UFC 1 25 years on and uh, you know by putting Korean Zombie in this fight you guaranteed an absolute smoke show so you might be thinking who the fuck is Chan Sung Young who is the Korean Zombie have I seen this guy fight He's only had one fight since 2013 because in 2013 when he was riding, I fought Jose Aldo uh, yes. for the for the belt. He had to go in the military, didn't he? He had to go as national service, yeah, as Korean national service. So he um, he took like four years out of the sport to go and do that. So he came back against Dennis Bermudez, knocked Dennis Bermudez out in the first round. But that was February of last year as well. So yeah. you know, there's been obviously he's had issues with everything else, but hopefully. Make no mistake, Korean Zombie is fucking super entertaining as a fighter, and he's got everything in his locker as well. Not only does he walk through shots to land shots, but his submission game is sick. You know, his twister submission of Leonard Garcia from six, seven years ago has got to be seen to be believed. Mm. I think it's still the only twister submission in UFC history. So he's got a bit of everything, and as we know, Yard Rodriguez... Was riding high, one of the fucking most talented guys in this weight division. And, uh, you know, and looked like he was going to stomp everybody until he lost to Frankie Edgar. So, another guy with bags of potential. This will be a smoke show mm. fight, absolutely. And then the Co Main.
0: I think the whole thing's brilliant. I yeah, think yeah. I'm actually, you've, you're about to mention the Co Main and the one before it as well, because it's the return
1: of Durandome. Ma- May, yeah. Here's my prediction <clears throat> I'm going for a blue corner treble. May, Mike Perry, Ya Rodriguez. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: And the one that I'm not com- 100% convinced about is the main event, because that could go either way. Okay. But I'm going to opt for Yara Rodriguez because I backed him last year, so I'm going to back him to to come back off the off the defeat of Frank Egger. So I'm going to go Yara Rodriguez. I'm going to go Mike Perry because he's fucking desperate for winning it. He? He's yes. absolutely desperate for something. Just a bit. And I think he'll put a performance in this weekend against Cowboy. I think yep. it'd be a great fight. And Durandame, I'm a massive fan of, she did go missing, but she's back now. And I think she'll absolutely make minced meat out of Rachel Pennington. I really do.
1: Ooh, nice. Okay, I'll go all red corner then. Oh yeah, yeah. Why not? Why the fuck not?
0: You reckon Pennington will beat Drona?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think she looked. Uh, she was on an absolute tear before she ran into Amanda Nunes, and that's no. There's there's no shame in getting beat by Amanda Nunes. So, I'm gonna go with Pennington. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cerrone. Woo! And I'm gonna go with Chansung Young as well, yeah. the Korean zombie, yeah. just because I'm the fucking world's biggest Chansung Young fan. So. Mike Perry like Cowboy is going to be a great
0: fight, though. Mike Perry.
1: Absolutely, it
0: is. I mean, I hated Mike Perry when he absolutely marmalised Danny Roberts, right? Hated yeah. him. But then the more I see of him, the more I hear of him, the more I watch him fight. And I know he's not necessarily gone all his way over the last 18 months. I can't help but like the dude. I just like him. And I love Cowboy, don't get me wrong, but I just think he needs this, doesn't he? He <laughs> yeah. needs it. What yeah. happens if he gets beat again?
1: Well, <clears throat> what happens if Cowboy gets beat again now? Cowboy's won one of his last five. Mike Petty's legacy, his legacy's won his last one against Felder, but lost two before then. Cowboy ain't never getting cut, don't get me wrong, but neither is Mike Perry. He's a fucking character man, isn't he? Mm. He is mental. It's a weird one like Mike Perry's pushed Cowboy out of Jackson Wink and he's had to go and train somewhere else. And that's like that was his home gym. That, that that shit's kind of weird. It always seems to be Jackson Wink at the corner of at the at the epicenter of all these fucking in gym rivalries. That's one because they've got such a big gym. Yeah, but two because they let this shit go on. You know what I mean? There's, the fucking what's it called over in Sweden? All stars. Three of the top five light heavyweights are on the mats together every day. Yeah, all of them have gone, but we'll never fight each other. Yeah, but at Jackson Wink, it's like, yeah, man, we'll all fucking fight each other and, and disrupt disrupt the whole gym and fucking yeah. all hate each other. It's weird how they let that shit go on. So it's a weird fight. I want Cerrone to win just purely because, you know, I think he could do with a win and and just. But then again, is he ever going to push for a well to title shot? Of course he's not. not. And Mike Perry might have a bit of a run. So and he is funny, Mike Perry. What was your take on the Indian thing? Because I went back on some forwards of people on social media this. Especially if Mikey from WoW T V was pissed off about it. And I was like, I just seen it as Mike Perry having a bit of fun. Yeah, dressing up as the Indian chief, calling out a cowboy. I didn't really look too into that as no, being I, some my, kind my of attack. knowledge.
0: My knowledge of the um, the racial history of native Indians and uh, American Indians and all that type of stuff isn't too clued up. So I'm probably similar to you. From yeah. a naive point of view, I watched the video and I just thought it were him taking the piss. Yeah. I didn't really see a racial slur. But, like you just said, Mikey there, who's probably the more knowledgeable on, on stuff like that, sees the undertone of what it could actually be construed as. Yeah. And I know that there has been a bit of a backlash actually, hasn't there? Of course. There, off the back of it. But well,
1: even I, I think New York Times picked it up and stuff like that. Mikey's tweet, in fact, it was. And, um... No, I was having a come. Me and Mike had a DM about it, and he and he come back to me and and made a case. And I was like, "Mate, okay, I get it. I get where you're coming from." Now, did I think Mike Perry thought like that when he did it? No, I don't. I think he's just fucking bit daft and gone. I'll go and get a. He's called the Cowboy. I'm going to go and hire a Red Indian chief costume, and we'll have a bit of fun in the gym. But again, why didn't someone else in Jackson Wink, which is one of the biggest gyms in America, go? Mike, probably not a good idea, that pal. Just because of X, Y, and Z, I don't know. I, I, it's one of them, and I, I think maybe everyone just got caught up in the moment. But I don't think he meant anything by it. But then again, it's, mm. it's America, man, and every fucker there. There's every there's a racial undertone to everything. Mm. Um, just
0: I want to point out as well that uh, Luis Pena is on the uh, undercard here. Violent Bob Ross. He's a geezer that I kind of fell for a little bit in tough. He's the guy that uh, has the big. He looks like uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, he's got a weird afro. Fantastic long arms, long legs. He's a great striker. Um, I think he's only had about four fights, something like that. But <clears throat> um, he's—I think he's on the prelims somewhere. So keep an eye out for him. He's also a blue corner fighter, so I might even put a fourth—a fourth a fold fourth <laughs> on. <laughs> it must be a blue corner thing this weekend. Is anybody else catching your eye on that uh, on the prelims or anything uh, further down the list that we just
1: mentioned? The um, interesting that that Juicy J that Julian Arosa. Is back in again. So he was in the UFC originally, or he was on tough one, he I think he got into the UFC on the back of tough, tough twenty-two. And then he lost in that he was on a I think it was Conor McGregor, Diaz. He lost, got kicked out. Then he was back on the small hall thingies, and then he fought Paddy Pimlett and Cage Warriors, remember, and oh, yeah. got robbed of a decision against Paddy, let's be honest. Um and then he's worked his way back up. And sometimes these guys it was just his name popped out, Juicy J. Arosa. And I was like, fucking hell, he's back in the UFC. I and mean, when you look, he's gone one six on the spin or whatever it is. And sometimes I think fighters get caught up in, like, oh, if you get cut by the UFC, that's it, you're finished. Yeah, But this guy's proved he's got away and he's even lost the fight. And yet he still managed to bounce back and get back in the UFC. So anyone like that gets my fucking utmost upmo- respect because they've worked so hard to get back in there. Uh, my fight of the night prediction is probably the women's strawweight, Ashley Yoder against Emmanuel Cooper. Mm-hmm. Amanda Cooper, sorry. Um, just because them two are just fucking two evil little bitches.
0: That's going to be fight of the night of the main event?
1: No, I'm talking, sorry. <laughs> well, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> fight of the undercard, I'll okay. go with them girls. All That's right. going to be a smoke show. Yeah. But Cerrone Mike Perry and Chanson Young-Year Rodriguez, yeah. absolutely one of them is going to be fight of the night.
0: Denver the Destination this weekend. Um,
1: 25th anniversary show.
0: It will be in the early hours Sunday morning BT Sport here in the UK and we'll have all the I hope to do something
1: cool and have like you know some some of the original UFC guys Retro there, you know. shit Yeah man Like just, Mike Perry comes out dressed as fucking uh, <laughs> a Sumo wrestler uh, uh, Shamrock <laughs> 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 Some of the original guys hey, that would be mad that would be fucking pretty cool hmm. Um Thank you very much for listening to us much appreciated
0: uh, You can subscribe to this on uh, iTunes just look for Fight Disciples fightdisciples.com is where you will find all Android feeds and we're all over social media at Fight Disciples. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Loads on uh, YouTube this week. We're also building up towards uh, Tony Bellew's final fight in the world of boxing. There's a bit more content uh, available for you uh, if you subscribe to our podcast. And don't forget on Thursdays for MMA fans, uh, Full Reptile Radio with Dan Hardy uh, will be available as he looks forward as well uh, to this weekend's fights. And I've no doubt he'll have something to say on John Jones DC and maybe a little bit of Israel a decennial, all right? Uh, So thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.